computational analysis of next-generation sequencing data and its application in clinical oncology. A review by Rusha Vadapurkar, Renovias, from MIT School of Bioengineering Sciences and Research, MIT ADT University, Mahasharta, India. Informatics in Medicine Unlocked, 2018. Abstract. Next Generation Sequencing NGS has made great strides in sequencing technology as it enables sequencing of genes in a high-throughput manner with low costs. Various next-generation sequencing platforms such as Illumina, Roche, ABI, Solid are used for wet lab analysis of next-generation sequencing data and computational tools such as BWA, Boti, Galaxy, Sanjay IX are used for dry lab analysis for next-generation sequencing data. One of the most important aspects of next-generation sequencing data is its usage in early disease diagnosis, especially in cancer, which was earlier not possible with conventional sequencing technologies, such as Sanger sequencing. Next-generation sequencing can identify all those mutations which cannot be identified using conventional sequencing technologies as researchers can now sequence the whole genome, exome and or transcriptome. Exome sequencing is preferred as a higher number of mutations are found to exist in the exome part of genes. The present comprehensive review encompasses the complete next-generation sequencing data analysis workflow that includes alignment of next-generation sequencing reads, identification and annotation of mutations and visualization discussion of software tools for variant identification and annotation, evaluation of structural variation in next-generation sequencing data, and study of different DNA sequencing technologies. In the field of clinical oncology, next-generation sequencing has already proven its usefulness, and the mortality rate has been reduced as now doctors can suggest a proper treatment of their patients by checking the complete genomic profile. However, data storage and the complexity in interpreting enormous amounts of data obtained with next-generation sequencing still remain a computational challenge to researchers. As for each sample, the number of different and very large analysis files are generated directly from the raw sequencer read file, the final result file. Next generation sequencing resultant data is very complex and its interpretation requires expert bioinformatics assistance as a large number of mutations are identified from samples. But to differentiate clinical significant mutations among them with appropriate use of validation methods is a challenging task. This review is intended to provide researchers with a complete overview of next-generation sequencing along with knowledge of how the tools will be employed and insight into identification and interpretation of cancer mutations for clinical diagnostics. Introduction Next-generation sequencing has created a noteworthy paradigm shift in the clinical diagnostic field. It refers to an aggregate collection of methods in which various sequencing reactions occur at the same time. 
bringing about vast amounts of sequencing data for little division of the cost of Sangha sequencing. With the help of next-generation sequencing methods, base pair-level sequencing of whole genome and exome can be performed with minimum errors and a lower cost. The Human Genome Project has determined the presence of circa 3 billion base pairs and identified around circa 25,000 human genes based on the principle of Sanger sequencing, which had given rise to the release of the human reference genome. A couple of years after the fact, a sequencing method turned out to be more exact and affordable Thousand Human Genome Project was launched for sequencing of 1,092 human genomes that were published. The identification of genomic variations among individuals sampled from 14 populations has been carried out by the International HapMap Project, which has utilized data from six distinct nations in Europe, East Asia, Sub-Saharan Africa, and the Americas. Visualization of different plant species around the globe was the core part of Thousand Plant Genome Project. Approximately 125,000 species out of 370,000 green plants were coded as gene entries in GenBank by Thousand Plant Genome Project. With the 10,000 Genome Project, the Genome 10K community of scientists intended to make an accumulation of DNA spacements and tissues from 10,000 vertebrate species particularly assigned for WGS, for example, whole genome sequencing. Using next-generation sequencing NGS, Cheng, JH and co-workers have identified 118 target genes for microRNAs of different inarticulate cartilage and 114 target genes in subcohondral bone. Apart from this, a number of biomarkers in practice today are clinically validated and detected by next-generation sequencing testing. For example, BRAF mutations in melanoma, EGFR mutations and ALK fusions in NSCLC. Through next-generation sequencing, we can screen a broad range of genes in a single test utilizing scars biopsy tissue of patients. Several cancer-related mutations have been identified using next-generation sequencing, for example, mutations in tumor suppressor gene P53 or in one of the RAS proto-oncogenes. HRAS, KRAS and NRAS are used as biomarkers for lung cancer, ovarian cancer and brace cancer. The Cancer Genome Atlas TCGA and the International Cancer Genome Consortium ICGC were launched in 2005 and 2008 respectively to comprehensively understand cancer genetics. The Cancer Genome Atlas is a comprehensive atlas of cancer genomics profiles and catalogue major cancer-causing genome alterations in around 30 human tumours generated through genome sequencing. Genomic abnormalities in 50 different cancer types are made available through the ICGC data portal. Recently, Oxford Nanopore Technologies have successfully sequenced the human reference genome for the GM12878 Utah Seth 
cell line using the Minion nanopore sequencer, 91.2 gigabase of sequence data has been produced, the alignment of which has detected large structural variants and epigenetic modifications. In the future, next-generation sequencing will take into account the accurate pan-genomes detection to depict the complement of a considerable number of genes in strains and species commonly connected to archaea and bacteria. The present review describes the past five years of research in next-generation sequencing. The reviews published previously were focused on particular aspects of next-generation sequencing. The present review attempts to provide readers with a holistic approach to understand next-generation sequencing, according to different technological and usage aspects. The review is divided into seven sections. Viz. Sequencing technologies, sequencing and assembly of DNA, next-generation sequencing data analysis workflow, the role of next-generation sequencing in variant identification, cancer genomics, transcriptomics, and proteomics, handling of next-generation sequencing data, and the current scenario in next-generation sequencing. A brief overview of sequencing technologies, first, second and third generation. There are three generations of sequencing technologies that have evolved so far. First generation. Sanger sequencing belongs to the first generation technologies, which was invented in 1977. It is based on the principle of DNA chain termination, which levels D-deoxynucleotide triphosphates, DDNTPs with four fluorochromes. The labeled fragments are then separated by gel electrophoresis and the base identification is carried out using fluorescent detection. This method generates long contiguous sequence reads, more than 500 nucleotides, and currently it is being used for validating results of next-generation sequencing studies it is time-consuming process and can sequence only a few thousands of nucleotides in a week. Second generation. Using second generation sequencing, which is also known as a high-throughput sequencing or next-generation sequencing technology, thousands or millions of short sequence reads can be created at a very high speed with more exactness and within a few hours. These have been created by Lumina, Roche 454 and Biotechnology Solid. Researchers can sequence more than 5 human genomes at circa 30 times coverage all the while or 100 circa exome examples in a single run with the most widely used Illumina platform as it produces a large number of sequence reads with high precision. Third generation Third-generation sequencing can sequence a human genome requiring little to no effort within a matter of hours and is under development currently. It sequences genes at the molecular level, for example, instead of performing DNA fragmentation and sequencing by amplification and synthesis used by second-generation sequencing methods, it can sequence a single DNA molecule. Pacific Biosciences, Helicos Biosciences, Complete Genomics and Oxford Nanopore are involved in the third generation of sequencing technologies. Today, original sequencing is not utilized because of its prohibitive cost 
and time utilization. Those second-generation sequencing technologies are utilized more due to their low cost and time proficiency. These advances technologies have made a substantial reduction in time and cost of sequencing since the last few years. The graphs show depicts DNA sequencing data at least two decades, which we extracted from the site of National Human Genome Research Institute. Applications of next-generation sequencing Next-generation sequencing technologies have many applications, such as DNA sequencing and assembly, to determine an unknown genome without any preparation or search for variations among genome samples. RNA sequencing to analyze gene expression and to predominantly identify DNA regions of DNA-binding proteins, for example, transcription factors, etc. The most important application of next-generation sequencing is in identifying mutations. Commonly, short, for example, 50 to 250 base pairs next-generation sequencing reads are initially mapped to a reference genome, and after that, from the mapped data, variations are detected. While most of the next-generation sequencing applications concentrate on identification of single nucleotide variations, SNBs or small insertions, deletions, indels, structural variation including translocation, bicker indels, and copy number variation, CNB, can also be recognized from similar data. Structural variation discovery can be performed from whole genome next generation sequencing data or targeted data including exomes or gene panels. While targeted sequencing incredibly increments sequencing coverage and death of specific genes, it might present predispositions in the data that require particular computational analysis. Since the past few years, there have been extensive advances in methods used to identify structural variations and a full coverage of variations from single nucleotide variants. Balanced translocations to copy number variant can now be identified with reasonable sensitivity from either whole genome or targeted next-generation sequencing data. Such methods are connected to clinical testing where they can supplement fluorescence in situ hybridization or array-based testing. The identification of structural data variation has since quite a long while ago assumed a part in the diagnosis of cancer and Mendelian disorders, originating before the approach of current DNA sequencing. Structural data variation is found in a DNA region larger than 1 kilobase and incorporates a few classes, for example, translocation, inversions, insertion deletions, indels, and copy number variations, CNVs. Next-generation sequencing-based diagnostics implement some portion of the clinical genomic testing in which a limited set of genes are targeted and not the entire genome and exome. Such diagnostics are routinely offered by more than 250 commercial and academic laboratories. One of the key elements of next-generation sequencing-based diagnostics is its capacity to identify a full coverage of hereditary variation, offering the possibility to significantly streamline 
testing by utilizing a single analysis platform. For instance, prognostic assessment of acute myeloid leukemia for the most part requires the utilization of various advances including PCR and fragment sizing to detect FLT3 internal tandem duplications and NPM1 insertions. Sanger sequencing to identify CEBPA, IDH12 and DNMT3A mutations and FISH to identify MLL, RARA, CBFP and RUNX1 rearrangements. Such complicated assessments require very well-trained staff with prohibitive costs. Thus, next-generation sequencing-based testing can identify single nucleotide variant insertions and translocations in a single test, considerably bringing down costs as compared with that of a conventional walk-up. Single-cell sequencing is used for characterization of cancer heterogeneity. Cancer heterogeneity is caused due to different factors such as tissue hierarchies, clonal evolution, rare cells and dynamic cell states. With single-cell sequencing, it can be characterized in a large population of cells and molecular properties, influencing clinical outcomes like prognosis and treatment, and can be determined in contrast to bulk sequencing, in which significant information is lost as the molecular profile represents an average phenotype of a large number of cells. Next-generation sequencing platforms Presently accessible next-generation sequencing platforms include the Roche 454 Illumina HiSec, MySec, Lab Technologies, Solids and Iron Torrent. Roche 454 is the first commercial next-generation sequencing technology introduced in 2005. Speed is made to advantage of this technology as it takes only 10 hours for the completion of sequencing. Illumina HiSec MySec technology, developed in 2006, is the cheapest in sequencing costs, $0.02 per million basis, coupled with a high multiplexing capacity. After that, solid technology has been introduced in 2007, with the highest accuracy of 99.94% as errors are corrected with a two-base encoding system. The Ion Torrent platform commercialized in 2010, which was later purchased by Live Technologies, is based on monitoring pH change using a noble coupled silicon detector. It is a relatively fast and inexpensive technique suitable for next-generation sequencing laboratories working on small datasets. As opposed to Sanger sequencing, which creates a single long read, utilizing diterminator science, Next-generation sequencing techniques produce a huge number of short reads in a range of 50 to 250 base pair utilizing reversible sequencing chemistry. Next-generation sequencing techniques have impacted unprecedented discovery in cancer, including acute myeloid leukemia, lung cancer, breast cancer, and are presently being utilized in the clinical setting for assessment of cancer predisposition syndromes, developmental delay, and cancer prognosis. Next-generation sequencing technologies are utilized to produce whole genome data, create exome data, or target particular genes or loci of interest. 
while World Genome Data is by and large low coverage and reasonable for the discovery of constitution variations by targeting on sequencing to particular genes or regions of interest. The coverage might be expanded to thousands or higher, allowing more delicate assessment of gene variations and subclonal populations in cancer. Sequencing and assembly of DNA DNA sequencing of whole chromosomes or whole genomes targeted regions such as exome can be carried out. This can be performed by two ways. First, by considering availability of a reference genome, and second, is through the novo sequencing when no reference sequence is available. The fundamental principle behind the reference genome approach comprises of three general steps. First, DNA molecules are separated into smaller fragments at random positions by using restriction enzymes or mechanical forces. After that, a sequencing comprising of such fragments of known insert size is made, and in the third step, these fragments are sequenced and mapped back to a known reference sequence. The general method is broadly known as shotgun sequencing. This sequencing and assembly process is depicted in figure 3. Owing to sequencing again, where there is no previously catalogued reference sequence for the given organism, the small sequence fragments are assembled into contents and the consensus sequence is obtained from these contents. As stated previously, there are three implementations of next-generation sequencing. In World Genome Sequencing, WGC, sequencing of the entire genome is carried out, including regulatory elements responsible for hereditary diseases. It requires more time and cost, and so it is being replaced by World Genome Sequencing. In World Exome Sequencing, all exons are sequenced disadvantages as compared to all genome sequencing because the cost of sequencing has been reduced. With all exome sequencing, genes associated with cancer, diabetes, immunologic disorders and other disease conditions can be identified. This sequencing is preferably used for identifying mutations such as SMPs, indels, etc. in genetic disorders and for enhancing the precision of diagnosis of patients. The measure of both raw and processed data for wall exome sequencing is orders of magnitude smaller than for wall genome sequencing. Transcriptome sequencing includes sequencing of cDNA fragments created by reverse transcription of RNA with which researchers can study RNA expression and splicing profile. Workflow next-generation sequencing data analysis. First, the DNA libraries prepared and samples are sequenced using next-generation sequencing platform. Then, quality assessment of next-generation sequencing reads is carried out and reads are aligned with the reference genome. After that, variant identification and annotation is performed followed by visualization. Further, prioritization and filtration of identified variations is followed by validation of the generated results in the lab. Next-generation sequencing instruments give higher throughput data at an immense speed.
by sequencing a huge number of short DNA fragments in parallel. The three most commonly utilized platforms, Roche 454, Illumina and ABI Solid Sequence DNA, by measuring and analyzing signals which are discharged amid the formation of the second DNA strand. However, the contrast is how the second strand is created. Keeping in mind the end goal to create detectable signals, template DNA is divided into small fragments, amplified and immobilized on a glass slide before sequencing. Subsequent to finishing lab work and the real sequencing, the researchers will have a huge amount of raw data to be further processed. The analysis of the data can be divided into five particular steps. 1. Quiet assessment of the raw data. 2. Read alignment to a reference genome. 3. Variant identification. 4. Annotation of the variants. And 5. Data visualization. Assessment of quality. In this step, quality of next generation sequencing reads is evaluated to remove correct and trim the reads not meeting the standards. Errors such as base calling errors, poor quality reads, etc. are assessed in this step. For these tools such as FastQC are used, which assesses the quality by considering the above mentioned errors with calculation of quality scores. Aligning sequences. After assessing the quality of next generation sequencing reads, the reads are aligned to the reference genome. For that, UCSC, University of Santa Cruz, and the GRC, Genome Reference Consortium, are mainly used as sources of human reference genome. There are some issues in selecting alignment software. The first is solving the problem of ambiguity in mapping short reads to the reference genome, which can be solved by considering paired end reads as a better option. Secondly, mutations generated from reads with many mismatches have been discarded from further analysis steps. Identifying variants Variant identification is a very important part of next-generation sequencing data analysis. In this sequence, coverage is a main parameter as identified mutations should be supported by several reads. Tools of variant identification are divided in four categories. 1. Germline colors. 2. Somatic colors. 3. Copy number variants, CNV identification. And 4. Structure variants, SV identification. In case of rare diseases, germline mutations are focused, while in cancer, somatic mutations are targeted for detection. Structural variance identification tools identify structural variants such as inversions, translocations, or large indels, as well as copy number variants, which are the simplest form of structural variance only. Annotating variants Annotation variants provides biological significance by identifying disease causing variants. Annotation of SNPs and indels is provided via computational annotation tools by providing links to pertaining databases such as DBSNPs, etc. Your SN co-workers have identified and annotated 
1102 violence of inherited disorders across the 568 genes using the ANOVAR tool combined with SIFT, Polyphen 2 and Provena annotation scores to evaluate the function significance of novel variants. Visualizing next-generation sequencing data. After notating the variants, they are visualized using visualization tools and genome browsers. By visualizing the variants, we can obtain information about variants, stress mapping quality, aligned reads, annotation information, which includes consequence, impact of variants, scores of different annotation tools, etc. Paula Paolo and co-workers have identified and visualized functionally deleterious germline mutations in our genes in early-onset familiar prostate cancer using genetics assistant tool. Next-generation tool selection criteria. For identifying variations, germline and somatic variant colors can be selected if 1. They use binary alignment map, BEM, or pile up and sequence alignment map, SEM, format as inputs, and 2. The tools offer output effects in the variant call format, VCF. Structure variant and copy number variants detection tools are used after acceptance of SAM BAM as input format. For annotating variations, requirements of annotation packages are 1. It should accept VCF as input format and 2. It should integrate results from other software. GUI availability VCF, SAM and BAD support are required for visualization of results. Role of next generation sequencing informatics in identifying variants. Algorithms for detection of structural variation from next generation sequencing data depend on one or more of the criteria discordant paired end reads, split reads, or death of coverage. Discordant paired reads are read pairs that do not map together within the regular manner. The paired ends may additionally map to different chromosomes or to the identical chromosome either inside the incorrect orientation or inside the proper orientation. However, as an instance, too far apart inside the chromosome. Split reads are single reads that map to the genome discontinuously. The primary part of the read maps of the genomic area and the remainder to another. Because of the short read lengths currently available from next-generation sequencing data, split reads are greatly beneficial and reliable from paired end data in which one end maps uniquely to the genome, serving as an anchor, and the other end is a split read. Finally, the depth of sequencing coverage local to a selected point in the genome provides proof of structural variation, while changes in read depth over large regions often suggest copy number variations, create a diffuse variant in sequence coverage, is generally seen close to the breakpoints of other types of structural variation. The overall performance of any approach for detection of structural variation relies on the form of sequencing data. The detection of translocations, split-read methods, 
requires sufficient sequence coverage so that the translocation breakpoints are supported by numerous split reads. Similarly, indels can be detected from exome data using paired or split read methods most effectively if at least one of the breakpoints falls within or near the captured regions. Epigenetic alterations have been observed in many diseases, like cancer, viral infection, etc. Due to epigenetic alteration like methylation, gene expression is affected, but gene sequence is not. These methylations are stable, inheritable and reversible, thus can serve as attractive targets for therapy. Hypermethylation genes have been detected in different types of cancer like breast cancer, leukemia, prostate cancer, etc. Thus, they can be used in prediction of disease outcomes. Using next-generation sequencing platform, single-molecule sequencing can be performed with the help of methylation-specific probes. Detection of epigenetic alterations is providing to be a promising tool for diagnosis and treatment of cancer patients. Application of MGMT O6-methylguanine DNA methyltransferase hypermethylation in glioma patients is the best example of methylation marker in clinical usage. Structure of variome Variation in more than one nucleotide is called the structure of variome. There are two major classes of structure variations, balanced and unbalanced variations. Balanced variations do not change content of DNA while unbalanced variations change the content of DNA. Inversion, same chromosome translocation and different chromosomal translocation are subtypes of balanced structure variations, while duplication and deletion are subtypes of unbalanced structure variations. Structure variations can be detected by five types of methods. First is the pair and mapping PEM method. In this type, the two ends of the DNA fragment are sequenced and uniquely mapped to the reference genome. Second is the single end method in which single ends of multiple DNA fragments are sequenced and mapped with the reference genome at different positions, which forms overlapping in the read mapping. The third type is translocation and inversion detection. In internal chromosome translocation, one member of the pair maps to one chromosome end. It's made to every other. And in inversions or interchromosomal translocations, the two ends map to the equal chromosome, however, in the wrong orientation or wrong distance apart. Fourthly, is copy number variant detection, which can be defined as stretches of DNA longer than a kilobase, which is present in the genome with an abnormal number of copies that include large deletions and duplications, as well as unbalanced translocations. Large deletions are less difficult to detect than smaller indels using paired and methods, as they are easily identified from normal variation within the insert size. Large duplications are harder to discover as there may be no single read or read pair spanning 
the insertion. And the fifth type is insertion and deletion detection. Indels are common in human genome and make a contribution to genetic diversity and human diseases. In the Clinical Molecular Oncology Laboratory, the detection of small and medium indels is important for many cancers. Of specific clinical importance are the NPM1 insertion, FLT3 internal tandem duplication, KIT exon 8 indels in acute myeloid leukemia, and EGFR exons 19 and 21 insertions and deletions in lung cancers. By Sanger sequencing or gel capillary-based sizing methods, small and medium-sized indels are typically simple to detect. Indel detection by next-generation sequencing methods has been challenging largely because of the short read lengths generated by using next-generation sequencing methods. In general, small indels can be called with reasonable sensitivity from next-generation sequencing data despite the fact that the specificity has a tendency to be low. Further, most indel detection software detect deletions over insertions because of inherited bias in the tool, as inserted sequences are more difficult to align to the reference sequences. Clinical validation of variants Translation of next-generation sequencing methods for clinical use is a very important and challenging task that is carried out by validation of different performance characteristics. Clinical validation of next-generation sequencing data is performed by measuring different parameters like analytical sensitivity that is defined as an ability of the assay to detect true sequence variants, for example, false negative rate analytical specificity that is defined as probability of the assay to not detect mutations when known are present, i.e. false positive rate. Accuracy is the measure of sequencing accuracy and error rates and precision are the measure of reproducibility of mutation detection by the assay and interuse reproducibility. In a related world, researchers have clinically validated 30 known mutations of more than 100 inherited diseases with 100% analytical sensitivity and 100% analytical specificity for 18 samples of patients in whom pathogenic mutations were previously identified. Cancer genomics transcriptomics and proteomics. Cancer genomics is a branch of genomics which deals with study of cancer-associated genes and it identifies oncogenes or tumor suppressor genes for clinical diagnostics. Cancer genome sequencing is also one of the aspects of cancer genomics in which DNA or RNA sequences of cancer cells are identified and characterized by sequencing of the tumor and normal tissues. The first cancer genome sequencing report was generated in 2006, in which 13,023 genes were sequenced in 11 braced and 11 colorectal tumors. With cancer genomics, many cancer-specific genes and mutations have been identified from the nucleotide sequence. 
it has been observed that a greater number of mutations were found to be located in the exome part and a lesser number of mutations in the intron part of the DNA sequence. Cancer transcriptomics is a branch of transcriptomics which deals with the study of RNA transcripts associated with cancer. With RNA transcriptome sequencing, it is possible to identify transcription start sites, promoter region sites, and splicing sites that play an important role in human disease. For assembly of RNA sequencing reads, the reference genome is not required, so gene expression of non-model organisms can be studied without the need of an existing genome resource. Transcriptome sequencing is performed for coding and non-coding RNAs. It has been observed that many non-coding RNAs have been implicated in the disease-causing state of cancer. With transcriptomics, more accurate and early diagnosis of cancer is possible, which proves very beneficial to oncologists and patients. Proteomics is the next step in the biosystem studies after genomics and transcriptomics. Cancer proteomics involves study of cancer-associated proteins. Proteomics is complicated as compared to genomics and transcriptomics as proteome differs from cell to cells over time, while genome and transcriptome are somewhat constant. The Cancer Proteome Atlas has provided quantitative protein expression data of around 200 proteins from 4,000 tumor samples with matched corresponding data from the Cancer Genome Atlas. In cancer proteomics, protein databases are analyzed to evaluate gene expression at the proteome level. The biology of cancer patients can also be understood with proteomics by extracting biological information from serum and tissue. With oncoproteomics, tumor-derived DNA, RNA and protein measurements can be linked and thus, it is possible to identify tumor-specific peptides. Handling of next-generation sequencing data While analyzing next-generation sequencing data, a number of intermediate analysis files and result files are generated that are collectively very large in size. For example, hundreds of gigabytes, terabytes, and even reaching petabytes. Interpretation of these complex next-generation sequencing data files, especially for aggregated large amounts of variations and heterogeneous sequencing data, is challenging in terms of translating data to knowledge for clinical applications. Also, processing power, memory, RAM, and data storage are hardware bottlenecks in computational analysis that can be overcome by high-performance computational resources but increase the computational cost. After analyzing the next-generation sequencing data, the next step is handling of the resultant next-generation sequencing data, which is carried out by employing machine learning-based methods. Machine learning is a descendant of the statistical model-fitting method, which extracts the information from data by building probabilistic models. Efficient machine learning methods study huge amounts of generated next-generation sequencing data comparatively and evolutionarily. Good classification and regression results can be yielded by machine learning methods like support vector machines, artificial neural network, weighting, tor, 
and co-workers have employed machine learning methods for evaluating the performance of ne the next-generation sequencing dataset for the Salmonella enteric strains. The analyzed next-generation sequencing data can be classified with these methods to obtain clinical significant results. Current scenario of next-generation sequencing and future prospects. The current review has highlighted the benefits of next-generation sequencing via the conventional sequencing technologies, such as low-cost, high-throughput for detecting a range of all possible mutations, such as SMP, indels, copy number variations, and structure variations and thus providing to be a valuable clinical diagnostic tool for routine mutation profiling of tumors. Tools such as FastQC, HGSEC, and platforms such as Galaxy and Persistent Systems, Sangenic X, are employed for detection of the quality of short reads and next-generation sequencing data analysis, respectively. Now, major clinical implementations of next-generation sequencing include characterization of Ebola virus infection in West Africa and identification of trait loci of type 1 diabetes by resequencing of candidate genes, to name a few. With next-generation sequencing to study cancer genome architecture, it is possible to overcome drug resistance by identifying molecular mechanisms. For example, in the field of clinical oncology, markers are needed to identify molecular mechanisms of drug resistance to tamoxifene and aromatase inhibitors among estrogen receptor ER-positive patients, to transtumab among AHER2-positive patients, and new biomarkers and drugs for triple-negative disease. However, Extraction of clinically significant data from the vast amount of generated next-generation sequencing data and data storage are the challenges that researchers are trying to resolve. But despite these challenges, next-generation sequencing will likely prove to be a potential molecular diagnostic tool that will eventually replace currently used diagnostic tools. Thus, in the field of clinical oncology, by enabling treatment for dynamic genomic changes in individual tumors, we can emphatically state that next-generation sequencing will propel personalized medicine. Thank you for listening to Pub Breathing. Please do follow me on Twitter, Pub Breathing, and on other podcast platforms.